Welcome to Personal Trainer Daily, episode five. Look at this, I'm still in the game after five episodes, everyone. I'm doing all right. Consistency is key. Look, as long as you guys keep asking me questions, I'm going to keep pumping out these podcasts. And today's question comes from the brilliant Ash Carter. Ash looks like for the first time he's going to get his own facility, his own personal training facility, and I'm so excited for him. Look, having a gym is not the easiest thing in the world to do as a personal trainer. Look, we get into this industry to help people, support people, teach them how to do the good push-ups and that stuff. We're not taught how to be uh, tenants of a building, run a business from a gym, scale things up, potentially manage staff. There's a lot of things at play that means you've got to make quite a big shift when you do become a facility owner. And I just asked the question, like a really great one that does come up from time to time. Look, if I could go back in time and change anything, what would I do? What regrets do I have? And of course, there's always choices you make with kit that you wish you didn't make when you open a gym. There's also choices you wish you did make but didn't. Little minor regrets. But I think so much of the magic when it comes to owning a gym actually comes from the failures, the things you get wrong. Because without getting things wrong, we don't get resilient. And you guys know right now how important it is to have a resilient, strong fitness business. So without any further ado, we're going to get into this. I'm going to keep doing these podcasts as long as you keep asking me good questions. If you have a question for the podcast, hit me up on Instagram at Burge underscore LTB. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to help. I'd love to support. So please get in contact with me that way. Anyway, here we go, everyone. Ash's question coming right up. If you go back in time, would you change anything about opening your gym? What would you do differently? And this question comes up quite a lot. And I, I think it's a great question. The difficulty with answering it is that a lot of trainers reflect on it and think, if I didn't have this problem, my life would be different. But I think a lot of the magic of becoming a resilient, strong business owner actually exists in the problems not the things that go well. And as a result of that, there are plenty of things that I did badly back then that actually have served me very, very well where I am now. But for the purposes of the question, one of the things I definitely would suggest is, look, our gym has been incredibly resilient through the lockdown period. And that is absolutely in no small part to the work that Johnny has been doing for the gym under the guidance of Mike Waywell. So I think getting solid advice and solid coaching before you open the doors will absolutely support where you want to go. So the things that Johnny's been doing is in, in terms of implementing uh, slightly new products and procedures, slightly new ways of communicating with our members, so keeping an ongoing dialogue, slightly new ways of uh, work in the staff rotor. So it's very, very even. All this like internal communication between all key stakeholders has been much better since Johnny's been under Mike's guidance. As a result of that, if we'd have had Mike's guidance maybe a little bit sooner, then our business would probably have run more efficiently. And maybe some of the problems wouldn't have arisen. Maybe they would have. So uh, I'm not somebody that reflects on things that go badly as bad things. I reflect on things that go badly as things that if we come through this, that we get stronger. That's why I'm not looking at the lockdown as a bad thing. I refuse to let the lockdown be a bad thing because we've come out of this the other end with clients still in our gym. It means we've got an incredibly resilient business. But 
The work that Johnny's done cannot be underestimated. The support that Mike has given Johnny cannot be underestimated. As a result of that, if I could go back in time and like pay Mike some money to coach Johnny through. Now, a fascinating thing about this, of course, Ash, is that I keep on mentioning Johnny and not me. I've got my hands full with making sure I'm serving the lift the bar world to the best of my ability. Therefore, Johnny is very much the me in that business. Maybe there's a lesson in that as well. So from day one, something I'm very, very proud I did, something that I think is an excellent thing to do is make sure you have a team. Regardless of how small that team is or big that team is, having at least one other person on board with you is an absolutely essential thing because they can share bits of the stress. They can share bits of the work. It's the daft little things from making sure the facility is clean. That's a dual responsibility through to being able to talk to somebody else on a daily basis, on a regular basis about client performance, picking up things that you're missing, having conversations that with one client that they just won't have with you, but they will have with the second person. So having a small team is something that I think is very, very important to do. And I'm very proud I built a small team from day one. In terms of the structure of how you do that, I'm a, look, I'm a big fan of, um, in the early days, doing a revenue share. So based on us having 50 clients in the gym, you'll earn this. When it goes to 60, you'll earn this. When it goes to 70, you'll earn this. And showing a very clear revenue pathway for the trainer, for your teammate, for your colleague, as things progress. Like we do that and that's something that we've done from day one. And it look, whilst it has its flaws, whilst it has its pitfalls, my staff retention is better than most people I know. Maybe that's because people just want to work with the bird, you know, but it's not, it's, it's not that at all. I'm a terrible manager, terrible, terrible, terrible manager, but I think I'm a quite a creative leader, but I give people the autonomy and the structure to work within their own world and their own guide, as long as we're fitting in the brand values and delivering the service that our clients love. Got a resilient business because I give that autonomy, but I've also got resilient business because I can talk to my colleagues about stuff the whole time. So that's where my thoughts and feelings are regarding regrets on opening a facility. You're going to make mistakes, embrace them, love them, because if you come out of a mistake the other side with a strong business, you're all the better for it. Make sure you've got somebody on your team to share the load with, not just physical work, but also the mental load of managing a client base. Make sure that you are doing what you can to nab ideas on policies, procedures, internal communication, and client communication. If you do those things, I promise you, open a facility is an absolute breeze. People make out it's some big, scary thing. The reality is you're still delivering your service. It's just in a room that you got a lease for. That's all. If we downplay it as something as insignificant as nothing changes other than the fact that the keys are yours, the service shouldn't really change that much. Of course, there's a little bit more pressure. There's a few more bills to pay. And the way we pay those bills is by ultimately delivering an amazing service to more people. But to take on more people, you need to make sure you're sharing the workload. To share the workload, you need to have somebody in your team that can follow the structures and procedures that you set out, somebody that you trust massively to get a job done. And to get that all in place, if it's not your natural skill set, get some coaching on it. We chose Mike Waywell. Never look back on it. Absolutely brilliant guy to do that. Uh, and then look, embrace just embrace the process. 
celebrate your celebrate your failures you know that's where i'm at with our peoples thank you very much for listening <laughs>